Hey there, the midterm elections are over and we've got all the information that you need on the cannabis issues that were passed this week. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Five states voted this week on adult-use cannabis legalization. Two of them voted to legalize, and the other three did not pass the measure, which was expected. With the two new legal states, though, that brings the number of recreational adult-use legal states from 19 up to 21. One of the two states which has passed a legalization measure is Maryland. The state amendment passed by a margin of 65.5%. Cannabis is currently decriminalized through June 2023 in Maryland, and this newly passed measure will take effect the next month, July 2023. It allows adults over age 21 to purchase and use recreational cannabis. They can also grow up to two plants in their homes, and past convictions will be expunged. The state still needs to set up a licensing or regulatory framework, though, for adult-use cannabis sales. The second state to pass recreational cannabis legalization this election was Missouri, where voters passed a constitutional amendment by a margin of 53.1 percent. Missouri's moving fast on their new law. Recreational adult-use cannabis will be legalized for adults over 21 in less than a month. As of December 7th of this year, 2022, adults can purchase, possess, and consume cannabis legally in the state. Private residences can grow up to 12 plants in the flowering stage, and individuals with certain prior cannabis convictions can apply for expungement. On the other, less fortunate side of the voting, measures to legalize recreational use failed in Arkansas, North Dakota, and South Dakota. These were expected, though, as polling had shown that the measures did not seem to have enough support. These three states do already have legal medical marijuana programs, but at this time, that's the extent of it. And cannabis advocates in the state will have to try again for full recreational legalization at another election. Pro-cannabis Pennsylvania Democrat John Fetterman was able to win a crucial spot as senator for the state. He won over Republican Dr. Oz in a hotly debated race. This midterm election was possibly one of the most watched in the country even by non-cannabis advocates. Fetterman has been a staunch supporter of cannabis legalization in his current position as the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania, and he's made it very clear that he'll continue to work for legalization as the governor. Fetterman's also been a very vocal critic of President Biden's lack of action on federal cannabis reform. And now that he'll be on Capitol Hill, Fetterman's voice will definitely lend to the strength behind the push for federal legalization. In addition to the Pennsylvania governor's race, South Carolina also had a pivotal cannabis win. This is when Republican cannabis advocate Nancy Mace won a congressional race this week. The win will give her a chance to move forward with her State's Reform Act, which is a bipartisan federal cannabis legalization bill that she sponsors. And in New York, Democratic Senator Chuck Schumer, who's the sponsor of his own CAOA Cannabis Legalization Act, also won re-election in his state which gives him more time to work on promoting the ultimate legalization of cannabis. Voters in the Texas cities of Denton, Elgin, Harker Heights, Killeen, and San Marcos all voted in support of municipal measures that largely and basically decriminalize cannabis use and possession. The measure prohibits the local police officers from either arresting or citing people for Class A or Class B marijuana misdemeanors. A similar measure was passed earlier this year in Austin. Ohio voters in five different cities also passed similar ballot measures that either reduced or eliminated local marijuana possession penalties. Those towns include Corning, Helena, Kent, 
Laurelville, Rushville, and Shawnee. To date, voters in some two dozen Ohio towns have enacted similar ordinances. In Rhode Island, voters in 25 of 31 eligible towns voted in favor of measures to allow for the opportunity to have licensed marijuana retail establishments in their localities. That means only six of those 31 eligible towns voted against it, which is a good indication that the state overall has great support for cannabis. In Michigan, voters in numerous towns decided in favor of similar local measures to allow for the retail sale of either medical or adult-use cannabis products. And lastly, in Connecticut, voters in two towns, Ledyard and Waterbury, decided in favor of ballot measures to permit retail cannabis sales there. Colorado passed Proposition 122 by a margin of 51%. This measure legalizes the medical and adult use of certain psychedelics. While retail sales are not allowed, the law will create a natural medicine services program for the supervised use of the newly legalized substances, as well as a regulatory system for its growth, distribution, and sale. In addition to the medical legalization, Prop 122 also decriminalizes the possession and use of psychosyllabin, ibogaine, DMT, and mescaline, but not the type of mescaline derived from peyote. People will be able to legally grow their own and gift them to others. Colorado's decriminalization will take effect quickly. Those drugs will be decriminalized the moment that the November 8th votes are officially certified. One leading supporter of the measure told Leafly that legal psychosyllabin treatment centers would probably begin opening in early 2025. Colorado is now the second state to legalize psychedelic substances. Oregon legalized psychosyllabin and decriminalized possession of all drugs in 2020. Paul Armentano, who's the deputy director for the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws, or NORML, gave a statement on the election results. He said that while the midterm elections didn't result in a clean sweep for all reform measures and advocates, the majority of cannabis issues did find a win. Momentum is clearly strong, and cannabis advocacy is in an even better place than it was prior to this election. Armentano added, In the coming weeks, we anticipate that congressional lawmakers will move ahead with long-standing promises to advance federal reform legislation. While, at the state level, we anticipate numerous governments to once again take up a variety of bills protecting and expanding the rights of those adults who consume cannabis responsibly. A congressional hearing will take place next week to discuss bipartisan cannabis reform issues at the federal and state level. On Election Day, the House Oversight Civil Rights and Civil Liberties Subcommittee posted a notice announcing the meeting, which will take place on November 15th. The congressional meeting is titled Developments in State Cannabis Laws and Bipartisan Cannabis Reforms at the Federal Level. It's not clear if the hearings will focus on any specific pieces of federal marijuana reform legislation, but Representative Nancy Mace of South Carolina, who serves as the GOP ranking member on the panel, previously told Marijuana Moment that she'd received a promise from leadership that her state's reform act would be taken under consideration in the panel. Her state's Reform Act legislation would end federal cannabis prohibition and also take steps to ensure that businesses in existing state markets can continue to operate unencumbered by changing federal rules. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later. Later.